Hey everyone, welcome to the Church Brand Guide podcast. My name is Michael. Today we're jumping into the the topic of a website. Like what is a good church website? What does it need to do for your church? We're going to unpack all of that today. Our guest is Dennis. Dennis is back with us. Welcome back, Dennis. Hey, thank you for having me back, Michael. Thank you for having me back. All right. So Dennis is an expert in just a lot of things when it comes to church communications. In fact, Dennis, can you tell us a little bit about your background in church communication world? Yeah, uh, my background really started uh, as a church planter. Uh, I joined my church's launch team and quickly uh, began wearing a lot of hats from photo to video to social media to all things content curation and creation and even to website design. So I wore a lot of different hats, but through all of that, I've seen the power of digital and how we can leverage digital to fulfill the Great Commission. So you might be out there and you're probably doing the same thing too. You're probably wearing a lot of different hats. You know, we uh, a lot of people that listen to this uh, podcast, we kind of know that world, like you're in church world or doing ministry. You've got a lot of different hats that you're putting on. Um, I remember when I was first starting out, uh, I, my, my degree is in like graphic design, communication design, mm-hmm. but very quickly I learned video and photography and yeah. web and had to, had to jump into just about everything. So I think, right. I think we can all relate. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I, I remember some Sundays where, uh, I would go on stage because I also served as the executive pastor. I would go on stage, do the MC moment. Uh, and because we were a small church, I would hop off of stage and then grab a camera <laughs> and grab photo and video. Uh, so if that's if that's where you are, just know we get you, we understand you, and there is hope. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's so good. Um, so yeah, anyway, I could go down that road, but uh, let's let's get to the website part of it. Um, but uh, so so with the website, you know, that's one of the things that when I when I came into uh, website world. I was on staff at a church. I was doing like a communication director type stuff with a very large church. Um, they needed a better website. So I researched out and kind of found a, a way to do it. And that's kind of my initiation into uh, a website. So basically what I did is I took a brochure that the church had mm-hmm. and I replicated that on on the website, the, the new website. And it just had like information, lots oh, of text yeah. and lots, <laughs> lots of information. This is, this is like, you know, quite a while ago, but uh, I feel like people, we kind of get thrown into that. Like they're, they're, you might yeah. be listening to this episode today and you're like, Hey, I, we need a website. Okay. What needs to go on the website? I will just throw a bunch of text on there. Talk about our church and how awesome we are. But Dennis, what is a good approach when it comes to building a great church website? Yeah, I th- I think it first starts off with anything. It's your it's again the approach. It's what you think about it, right? Um, and the first thing that we have to know is that a website is not just a marketing tool, right? A lot of the the things that I talk about is the day that we are in today, on, having an online presence, uh, leveraging things like social media. It's not just some a tool that you use to promote your ministry. I believe all of these things from websites to social media, these are platforms that we use to actually do ministry. So the first thing when we're thinking about a website, the website is actually the front door of your church. Before ever, before anybody steps into the parking lots or they go through the pews or whatever kind of chairs you have, the first place that they might end up is your website. 
So when you're thinking about your website, you have to think, is this representing not just who we are, but who we're striving to become, right? So my first approach of the website is getting the ministries to understand this is a ministry of itself. This is your church online. And so when you create your website, when you have a bunch of information, if it's disorganized, uh, if it's not visually pleasing, a lot of times that's what people will subconsciously think about your ministry. So that's the first thing I would say is that your website is the front door to your church. Oh man, that's great. I, yeah, along those lines, I like to uh, think about the website as a as an employee. It's a, it's working for your church. It's wow, um it's, so it's doing a job. It should be it should be doing a job of helping people to make their first visit. So great, effective word, church websites are basically they're designed to get people to visit the church. So what if what if you designed it for that job? Like, what if you took away everything else that, that would distract people from coming to that first visit? Because if you think about it, say somebody in your church, they tell a coworker, hey, you should come to my church this weekend. Yeah. What's the coworker going to do? They're going to pull out their phone and they're going to look it up okay. and they're going to see what the, what the church is all about <laughs> from their phone on your website. That's right. So what if you built the website for that purpose? So like even the fact that it's a phone, like primarily people are going to be looking for your, your on looking at your site from a mobile device. Mm -hmm. So let's make sure it's designed really well for the mobile experience. That's right. And primarily you're going to be, they're going to be looking at your website to decide if they should come to church. That's so right. what if we answered the questions that they have? Questions like, right. what should I wear? <laughs> you know, it's not the big philosophical questions that they have. <laughs> It's the simple ones that we should be answering. Oh my goodness, it's so good. And even the way that people consume any type of content today has radically transformed over the years. Nowadays, when people consume content, what they do is they scroll and they scroll fast, right? So on your church website, when somebody's gonna go on your website, they're not gonna go and spend hours analyzing every single word or every single detail. They don't need to see every single event that you have going on, right? The first thing on the homepage. Um, but what they're going to do is they're going to scroll and then they're going to stop, right? In fact, many web developers and web designers will say that 90% of the people who visit websites, they're not going to stay on that website for more than a minute. Wow. I've, I've read some statistics that most people won't stay on a site for more than 30 seconds. Wow. So if we're if we're if we're designing and developing websites and even that should just put into perspective the information that we're providing for people, uh, the length of the information, how we're positioning the information and really and, and, and the thing is, the reason why I bring this up is because we have to understand how people are using the platforms that we're providing for them. And then what all, the goal of creating a website is to create the best experience possible for the end user, because again, it is ministry. Yeah. So think about the, the photography uh, on the website. Like that's a really important part of this experience of people that you're providing for people. So I guess from a very practical standpoint, the words you use are very important. 
the mm -hmm. images you use are very important. So from a marketing perspective, we want to answer this question. Can, can I see myself there? That's right. Can, can I see myself? Can I see my family coming to your church? That's, uh, uh, and so if you have great photography of like people from different, um, you know, backgrounds, I guess you can call it, or families mm -hmm. or with our kids or whatever. So as they're doing that scroll, they're going through it in, yeah. in you know, 10 seconds or minute or however long they stay on your, on your website, can they see themselves coming to your church and create that type of, a, of an experience? And photography is a big part of that. That's so good, Michael. Yesterday, in fact, that I was actually working on a website. And when I was working on that website, I was on the, I was on the phone with the client and we were inputting some photos in there. I'm talking about some beautiful photos. And as soon as we switched out the photos, when we, we put some new photos in, when I tell you, like, it was a breath of fresh air, right? And that's what we want our websites to be for people. We want our websites to be a breath of fresh air. So when people go through it, they're like, wow, I can see myself here. This is interesting. These people are interesting. And again, most people who go onto a website, for the most part, they're looking for something. Maybe they're looking to be a part of a community. Maybe they are struggling uh, in their life right now, and, and they're going to your website to try to find help. So the question is, is it open? Is it inviting? Is it welcoming? Do you only show one group of people, or do you show a wide variety of people, old, young, kids? Uh, do you show the Sunday experience in your photos? I'm a person, I believe that church is not a place that you should just endure, but it's a place that you should also enjoy. That uh, yeah. It's a place that you are glad to go to um, on a Sunday morning. So all of these factors are things that we have to think about uh, when, we're, when, we're think when we're approaching the website design and development process. Yeah, So and, and be careful to show um, pictures that are happy pictures. Mm -hmm. uh, this is I guess, kind of a tip that I have for uh, churches that are out there. I work with a lot of different churches from a lot of different backgrounds. And we know that church is an amazing experience where, you know, God really works on our hearts and mm -hmm. does amazing things in us. Um, but a lot of times I think churches make the mistake of putting pictures on there that are very intense or can, can yeah, be yeah, yeah. <laughs> viewed. And you know what I'm saying? Like you might have somebody that's raising their hands and worshiping God and they have kind of a, a grimace or something on their face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, as an insider in church world, like, you know, that's awesome. Like you, we, we want sure. that encounter with God to happen, like where you feel that, that moment. But on a website, when somebody's checking you out for the first time, they're wondering, Oh, wait a minute, what's going on? Like this, is this, this is it weird? Like, yeah, is yeah, it yeah. something like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm so, so glad you brought that up. Yeah. Uh, because, and, and I think that what we're talking about right now is the intentionality um, the the intentionality uh, that goes behind wanting to reach people, you know, because in our culture, that might be like a cool picture. But like you said, for somebody else, it's like, yeah, I don't know about those people. That's kind of weird. Right. Because these people are coming in with no context um, as to what we do. You know, they're coming in because they're looking for something. Yeah. So the other thing that we need to make sure we're doing is making sure we have a call to action, a next step for people to take uh, on our site. And I think it's a very simple thing, but at, at the same time, a lot of churches, we miss that. Like mm -hmm. we, I went to a church probably three months ago. Every once in a while, I like to go to a different church just to, just to feel that weirdness of going to a new church. Mm -hmm. 
so I was, uh, I went, to, I heard about a great church down the street. I looked them up on my phone to find the, uh, the service time and the address and I couldn't find it. Mm. <laughs> I couldn't find the, uh, the location oh, of the church. Like it, I was, you know, you're driving down the street, you're trying to scroll and you, it's dangerous and all this stuff. It's <laughs> like, wait a minute, I should be able to find the, what, the, the, the address really quickly on my phone. And, and of course the, the service time. So that, that's something obvious, but again, something that we need to make sure that we make clear, like, Hey, this is the call to action. Like come to church. Here's the, here's the information. Right. It's really easy for you to, for you to get to it. Um, also, I, I think one other thing to hit on is where we are, how we build the website, like what we build it on. Mm-hmm. Do you have any tips or any thoughts on a, a system, a platform mm-hmm. that you, you like, or like what should churches build a site on? Yeah, so when I first started off, and I've really been through a journey, right? When I first started off building sites for ministries and churches, I built the sites out on Wix, right? Uh, when I first started off. And the reason why I built the site off on, on Wix is because anything I do for a ministry, I want to make sure that it's sustainable. So when I built it on Wix, uh, what what you know happens is the ministry can go in there and they can edit it visually, Right. Now, the only issue with a platform like Wix, sometimes the site can be a little slow. And uh, other times, when it, as it, you have a monthly subscription that you kind of have to pay for, right? And those monthly subscriptions can be over like $20, $20 $30 for them to just host your site right on there. Um, and then I, I found out about this one builder called Divi. Uh, and Divi is a builder that is used with WordPress. Um, and the thing that I love about Divi and both, I believe both our ministries, uh, both our companies, we have, uh, we both do, you know, websites for churches and we do also have different templates and stuff like that for churches. So the thing that I love about Divi is how easy it is to actually use, uh, how you can actually adjust all of the elements. And and again, if you're not a web designer or web developer, make the investment to actually bring somebody on. And when you bring the right person on, they will walk you through um, how to set that up. One, they'll set it up for you, but they will kind of hold your hand through the process to teach you how easy it is. Now, the thing that I also love about these platforms that ministries don't know is they can actually get their own hosting server, right? Some ministries don't know that they can actually get their own hosting server. So instead of them paying a subscription every month, they can pay $50 one time and that can host their website for a whole year, right? Um, So in terms of the kind of tools that I'm using now, I'm using Divi. Um, I highly recommend it. Um, And and I think it's something that is sustainable and it's very easy to use. Uh, What would you say about that? I, I believe you use Divi as well too, right, Michael? Yeah, so I found Divi uh, a little while ago as well. Uh, I heard about it. I heard about it for a, lo- a little while. And again, it's just a, it's basically a drag and drop editor that you can add to a WordPress website. The thing I like about it is WordPress is infinitely scalable. Like yeah. there's, there's no limits to it. So whatever your ministry comes up with, you can do it. It's a yes. Okay. Uh, it's just a matter of like, you know, being able to build it out. And then Divi goes on top of that. WordPress, amazing, powerful WordPress website. I think there's like 24% of the web right now is built on WordPress websites. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's it's by far the most powerful platform or popular pa- platform, a well-supported platform that's out there. 
Right. And then Divi goes on top and makes it really easy. So you can drag and drop stuff. Mm. Now, I will say that you have to be somewhat savvy to be able to update any website. If, if it's Wix or Weebly or, or mm. Divi or anything else, <laughs> you have to know a little bit of what's going on. Um, but if you know a little bit, like yeah. you can basically do a lot with, with something like Divi. And I, I like it because of the simplicity that, that it is, like it, for updates and stuff, like it, a website is basically software that you have to keep up to date. Mm -hmm. um, so Divi makes it really easy. It's like one update and everything gets updated. Um, so I really like it for churches, specifically for churches, so that uh, once we build a, like our team will build a powerful, amazing, super awesome, you know, looks amazing website, install all sorts of great features on there to serve the church really well. But then we get to hand that off to the, the church admin who can then maintain that and, you know, keep it up to date. So I really like it. That's right. Yeah. And, and like the thing that you said about WordPress that a lot of people don't know um, is there's even things that you can do, like plugging in a different dashboard. Right. So for some people who are used to kind of just using like a Wix or like a drag and drop editor where everything kind of looks a little easy. Uh, when they get into WordPress, for a lot of people, it can feel overwhelming sometimes, right? So one of the things that people can even do, and it, it would really kind of require somebody who knows what they're doing, is you can actually even add on your own custom dashboard, right? And this is something I started doing recently, is adding on a custom dashboard to the WordPress. Um, and when you do that and you have volunteers going in, that's just another layer, another pro tip, I would say, um, to really make it easier uh, for that person to edit it. And the reason why I bring that up is, again, whenever you're doing a website or developing a website, designing a website, it's very important that as a ministry, you think long term. I can't tell you the amount of times that I have seen ministries who just wanted a quick fix, a quick logo, a quick anything. And then they would use it for maybe a year or two years, and then they would come back to me uh, to do it again or to rebrand or to. But and and that's why I said it's so important to start off with the right approach, to start off with the right mindset, start off understanding that the website is a journey that you're taking people on, that they're not going to spend a lot of time on that website. So then, if every single piece of information is important then nothing is important. And then through that, as you're taking them through a journey, you are also communicating to them their own journey. You know, in the coach, in the churches that we talk, the, the churches that we work with, their mission and their plan is really this, it's know God. How do you help them know God? How do you help them find freedom? How do you help them discover their purpose? How do you help them make a difference? And I think that's why it's so important what you do for uh, churches, uh, Michael, because you help them lay this out. You help them lay out their engagement journey because the truth is every person has a next step. Whether you are new in church or you've been a part of the church for a very long time. If you're new in church, maybe it's you have to know God. You have to know God. You have to find freedom. But maybe if you've been there for a while and you've just kind of been showing up as a spectator, maybe it's time that you, you need to discover your purpose and join a team. And then, or maybe you've just been there and you've uh, you've kind of been going for a while. Maybe it's time that you make a difference. Uh, and that's why, you know, I think when we talk about the engagement journey, when we're even, even adding on with websites, it's so important to know 
the journey that each person is on. In the business space, we would call this a buyer persona, right? Who are the different people that are likely to go on your website? And you have to have a next step for each of those people, whether it's uh, plan a visit for a new person, whether it's find a group, or whether it's join a team. I think little elements like that are very important, especially on the homepage um, of a church's website. But again, it all goes back to intentionality. It all goes back to understanding that people are not going to spend a lot of time on that website. And it all goes back to making sure that you map out a good journey because it is ministry and they will have an experience with your ministry. That's so good. Yeah. And I think uh, to sum that up, I I think the idea is like help them to understand you quickly. Um, If people understand you quickly, what are the benefits you could provide for them? And from a, uh, that's from a marketing perspective. So, you know, there's a whole spiritual conversation that we're not having about any, any of this stuff, but for just from a, from a marketing, a, a branding standpoint, what people understand quickly is what they buy into. Mm-hmm. If, if your product isn't amazing, but they can understand it, like they'll, they'll be more likely to come to and, and, you know, come your way. So help them understand your church quickly, help them understand those next steps. And, um, you'll, you'll see more people basically showing up, you know, because they, they understand what that looks like. Um, and also keep in mind, like your, your website is the central hub. Mm-hmm. It's the central hub for a lot of your marketing. Like, yes, you want to be on Instagram. Yes, you want to be on Facebook. Yes, you want to be on YouTube. You want to do those things. But your website is kind of the home base for all of those things. So make sure you get it right. Like, invest into it. Make sure you get a, a pro, if you can at all, to put together something that is going to work for your church as an employee to, to help people show up on Sundays. Right. Don't just let a, um, you know, some, some person that's really good at social media and that knows how to do a few things online. Uh, don't let them just kind of throw together something for your website. Um, make sure it is good right. because it will move the needle. This, these, this is one of those tools that will move the needle for your church. So make sure you get it right. That's right. Dennis, there's a there's a lot more that we can cover. I know on the website thing, but um, but let's let's leave it there for now. Uh, do you, I guess do you have any final thoughts before we close it out? I have one more. Um, okay. And this is just another side thing, side comment um, that I realized over the years and looking at a lot of church websites. Just one more thing, and I think it's the most important thing. One of the things that I've noticed that is that a lot of church websites, they do not put a big emphasis on the person of Jesus. Here's what I mean by that. Yes, many churches have a our beliefs page, right? They might list out our beliefs. But I think if Jesus is the most important thing and the reason for what we, why we do everything we do, I believe going forward that, I mean, and this is, again, just a personal conviction that I'd just like to share. I believe that ministries need to have a dedicated page on their website answering the question of who is Jesus. A lot of people are coming into church with all of these preconceived notions, ideas, and belief about who Jesus is. And I think the question that the church has to answer, especially in the political uh, climate that we're in, 
uh, in the social climate that we're in. I believe the church, the, the question that the church has to answer is not just how to get into a group, how to find directions to our service, but it's who is Jesus. And I believe that's the first question in a line of questions that churches should, should have on their website and they should dedicate a page answering that question. Um, and I believe that when you do that, what we're actually doing is we're pointing people to Jesus. So again, we can go on for another two hours on this. I don't want to ramble on forever, but I would say that's one of the most important things that I have seen uh, to just be left in the back burner for most ministries. Man, I love it. I love it. But you're changing the hats there. I saw what you did. You're, you're going from a, a web developer, a marketer to pastor. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. No, I love it. Thank you for sharing that. I really appreciate that you uh, you kind of ended with, with that, that big idea. It's all about, all about Jesus. Well, um, how can people uh, connect with you if they'd like to connect with you? Yeah, if they'd like to connect with me, they can just reach out to me via email. That's Dennis, D-E-N-I-S, one N, Dennis at hallelujahsocial.com. Um, and then all of our social channels is just Hallelujah Social. Uh, and we're pretty easy to find. Uh, awesome. I love uh, I love Dennis's heart for ministry for the church. Uh, he's created uh, businesses around the idea of like how do we serve the church, the local church, and uh, spread the hope of the gospel, you know, through the local church. So uh, love what he's doing, and that we get to connect on on this this episode. Uh, he's actually on a few different episodes because he's I'm like just... the uncle that would never leave. <laughs> He's just got so much knowledge. It's like, man, keep on coming back. Let's let's do this. But uh, check out Dennis. And then also, uh, if you would, leave a review for the podcast that helps us to be found by more people. So uh, subscribe if you're not subscribed to the podcast. And uh, we'll just continue to release some great content to help you if you're in church communications. You know, you might be the pastor that's wearing all the different hats. We want to help you. Or you might be that that person, that volunteer that's communications, all communications, you know, and you're wearing all the hats doing that. We want to help you do this well. So uh, make sure you're tuning in to our next episodes uh, that are coming out to, to really help you do this well. So thanks for joining us, and we'll see you on the next episode. All right, Dennis. Right, stop the, that was a long one. 20